At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross with you and Michael Lombardi. And Michael, we're going to dive into the NFL in just one second, but I do want to update the British Open as we've been doing. And little Louie's still hanging in there. He just hit one in, the, in a bunker, though, Michael. He's minus, <laughs> he's 11 under par, still tied with Kyle Morikawa. The live odds, again, keep moving ever so slightly in the favor of Morikawa. And it just feels like right now, the, the betters are not backing Louie, and they just feel like he's going to gag and finish second. Again, he's finished sixth, or excuse me, he's finished second in six major championships. Now, he has won one major, but Michael, does this become something in your head as an athlete? Like, here we go again all over? You know, I, I can't imagine it does. I mean, he's been so close. You know, he just it's about maybe it's the right shot, the wrong yardage, whatever it is. I think he's just got to keep battling. I think he's got a tough mindset. I mean, you can't be in the contention that he's in without a tough mindset. I mean, you know, if, if you if you don't, i.e. you're Ricky Fowler, because you don't have a tough mindset, right? <laughs> you know, I love how everybody picks on poor Louie, but Louie's in contention. Everybody's giving Ricky commercials. He's never in contention. That's like, exactly seriously. the point. It's exactly the point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to have some mental stamina. You've got to have some mental toughness to get here. He's just got to battle through. Look, we all know this. It's not, the per- it's not a perfect sport. Nothing ever goes easy. You've got to keep battling. And I think as long as he's in position to get that 15, 16, 17, he's got to be able to make the right shots under pressure and see if Mark Alla can too. 
And I, and I think, look, Kepka, as good as he played today, he had a chance to really go low. He misses that easy putt on 15. I mean, he's in the fairway on the par five. I think he's going to get home in two. You know, it's a hard sport. It's a really hard sport. And all of us that critique these guys because they can't close, as Will Hill said, it's hard to close. It's hard to win majors. Right. I mean, he's won one. I mean, it is this, like, this guy hasn't won one. You know, Dustin Johnson's having a really good round today. He's minus three. I thought he would play better yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's now today. You know, the pressure's off a little bit today. So the pressure and your golf swing's got to hold up. I, I, I think Louie takes too much heat. I, I, I actually think, you know, it, I think he can close this out. I'd actually like to see it for all those naysayers because, again, we're criticizing, again, as you pointed out, a guy who's always knocking on the door here versus other guys that are not even close to being in contention, and somehow they all get a free pass. So we'll see how that shakes out. But They're not even in the neighborhood. I mean, he's knocking on the door. They're not even in the neighborhood. I mean, Ricky's never in the neighborhood. Never. I mean, he's got an Uber to the house. And when he's knocking on the door, he's wearing his UPS, and he's got a package for you. That's what little Louie does. Exactly right. Uh, also, I should mention that Corey Connors, the Canadian, is also at nine under par. And I know nobody's really talking about him much here, really flying underneath the radar. Uh, maybe he can get back in the mix just a little bit. Uh, Michael, I do want to talk about some of these uh, NFL Week 1 matchups, and we talked about some yesterday, but some others that we have not touched upon yet. And I did want to start with the Eagles against the Falcons. And the reason why, as an NFC East guy here, as a Cowboy fan, I look at this Eagles team, and I think this is going to be the worst team in the division. I don't know what you're going to get out of Jalen Hurts. They've turned the keys over to him. Nick Sirianni is the new head coach in Philadelphia. Uh, you look at that line here, and the Falcons are favored by four, and we know they've turned everything over there in the ATO as well. What do you make of these two teams that I know are really struggling, or at least recently, to, to find an identity? Well, I, I think this is going to be an interesting game because, you know, Arthur Smith will be the head coach of the Falcons. And he was the OC at Tennessee. And this is important for us as betters. So he has played against this Indianapolis Colt defensive scheme numerous times, numerous times. He understands how to attack it. He understands what he needs to do. So the Eagles are going to have to figure out how are they going to make some adjustments because he's going to have the, he's going to have the keys to the car. He's going to know what to do. And this front has to dominate. And the one thing about Atlanta, you know, if they get better play from their offensive line, they've got all high draft picks in that offensive line. They have to get that. They'll move the football effectively because it's a zone game and there'll be a lot of easy throws in this. Now, to me, the Eagles, the question mark is where are they with Jalen Hurts? Can Jalen Hurts continue to make progress? As I've said many times before, you know, Hurts was benched for Tua when they needed to throw the ball in the sugar ball. Mm. And now he got better at Oklahoma, but that's still, he's not a great thrower of the, of, of the football. Yeah, that's a problem right there. If you're looking to get the ball downfield, you wonder if Jalen Hurts can do that. He's going to have every opportunity to do it this year, but you feel like it might be a trial basis. It could be a one-and-done thing if this does not work out for Jalen Hurts, and maybe Philadelphia has to figure out who their quarterback is, and maybe they have to trade for somebody or get there in the draft. It is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Dave Ross here with you and Michael Lombardi talking a little bit about NFL week number one and some of the lines we see out there, and they are always interesting to look at here, Michael, this far away, about a couple months away from uh, kickoff here for week number one. How about the Jags against the Texans here? And the Jaguars come in on the road as a favorite at two and a half here. And of course, they've got a rookie quarterback. We believe he's going to be starting on day one. Trevor Lawrence, obviously, Urban Meyer taking that, uh, that organization over here. The Texans feel like, boy, they have one of the lowest win totals, if not the lowest, at four for the over-under on the season. 
do you understand why the Jags are instilled as a two and a half point favorite here? You know, I, I, I do because the Texans are that bad with Tyrod Taylor. Look, here's the thing about Tyrod Taylor is I, I don't think he's going to go out there and win the game for him, but I don't think he's going to go lose the games. And, and the Jags are never very – I mean, the Jags – think about this, Dave. We'd have to get some researcher to come in here because when have the Jags been favored on the road in the last two years, two, three years? Have they been a road favorite in the last three years? It's mm. hard to imagine, right? Yeah, I can't imagine. You know, and so, you know, and look, I don't think the Texans are very good, but I do think that, you know, without Watson being in camp, they'll have none of that. The expectations will be extremely low. I think the problem that I see coming down the road for Houston is what are they going to be on defense? Because the Tampa 2 scheme that Lovey Smith ran at the University of Illinois can't work. It doesn't work any longer in the NFL. It's not, it's not going to survive. There's a lot of easy throws, and there'll be a lot of easy throws for Trevor Lawrence, especially considering that we know Houston doesn't have great pass rush. You know, I know Watt's no longer there. Marcellus is kind of declining as a player. He's not the same guy. They're not going to be able to rush the passer as effectively. So I think Lawrence will play well. The question is, do you think this unders in play? I do. I think both offenses will struggle early in the season, not because the defenses are good, just because I think the offense are going to try to find themselves. It's it's a really – I go back here, Michael, to my days in D.C., and I remember when they drafted Robert Griffin III, and they didn't show a lot of him in the preseason. They went down to New Orleans in that first game uh, in making his debut against Drew Brees, the defending champs, and the whole thing. And it was shock and awe, right, because nobody saw anything that Mike Shanahan was going to do. Can Urban Meyer do that? Early on in this in this football season, can he can he do that and shock and all a little bit with kind of keeping everything closed? No, you think the book's out. I think Bevel has to be able to to get better at what he does. Practice execution becomes game reality. They've got to be able to practice effectively. They've got to be able to get the speed of the game for a lot of these young players. They're a young team. They are a very young team, and they need to practice and they need to come out and they need to show what they do. Because remember, in the NFL. Having tendencies means you're good. Right. You know, having tendencies means you're good. Everybody thinks all, oh, everybody knows what they're going to Yeah, well, if you can do it and they know you're going to do it, you're a good team. We all know Kansas City's going to throw the ball. We all know they're going to get the t- Terry kill. They do it. That's because they're a good team. So I, I think Jacksonville's got to show us in the preseason. I think they got to play their guys. Knowing Urban, because he's not used to these, not not used to preseason games. How he manifests his roster, how he gives the reps to the players, I think is going to be interesting to see. And he's got to get his players ready to go. He's got to get the quarterback enough reps so he's comfortable. Yeah, I always found that interesting because I know different teams do it a different way. Do you play your guys in the preseason? Do you show your hand? I think you're right on with Urban Meyer. I think that was an anomaly what happened that one year in D.C. and it does not seem to be the way of the rest of the league. Let's take a look here at the Seahawks and the Colts here, Michael. And it's an interesting line here. The Colts opening up as a two and a half point home favorite. And again, you got Carson Wentz in Indianapolis here, you know, reunited. Let's see if it feels so good there uh, with Frank Reich. What what do you make of that line? Because I think we would assume that Seattle's the better football team here. But can they fix Carson Wentz in this offseason? I would be surprised if this line doesn't slightly tick down to two, maybe one and a half by the time we kick. I think there'll be money coming in on Seattle. 
Russell Wilson early in the season against the zone concept. You know, can Seattle's offensive line play better than they did last year? That's going to be critical. Where are they, Seattle, with their off- with their whole offense as Shane Waldron comes in and introduces a slightly different scheme? I mean, I think Seattle's really good, but I think Seattle's problem defensively, I think that what you're going to see with Wentz is you're going to see a running game. Remember when, when, when Philadelphia went and won the Super Bowl. They had two running backs on that team that carried the ball for over five yards a carry in LeGarrette Blunt and Jay Ajay. And they gave the ball to the running backs. Now, I think you're going to see Frank Wright and the Indianapolis Colts really feature that run game. And I know they're going to have to block Jamal Adams, assuming they get his contract worked out. But I, I think this Colt team's pretty good. I think they're centered perfectly for what Carson Wentz can do. And I think they'll coach him up on that. So I think Seattle is also a good team. I think Seattle will lean to become that line will never go over three. I think it'll stay under two, and I think it's going to move to Seattle. Do you think the Colts are better? Uh, because look, I, I saw what happened last year with Philip Rivers in that playoff game against Buffalo. I mean, they were they were right there in that game, and I was surprised that he walked away and decided to retire. They go get Carson Wentz. Is this a better football team with Wentz than it was with Rivers? Well, I mean, if Wentz plays like he did in seventeen, there's no doubt they're a better team. There's no doubt they're a better team. I mean, you know, when you watch Wentz play in 17, when he had play-action pass, when he was under center a little bit more and he was more comfortable in the pocket and he wasn't worried about – look, let's be honest. I mean, Wentz got the crap beat out of him last year. Yeah, he did. Wentz's quarterback rating was 72 last year. We talk about Jalen Hurts like he's God's gift to quarterbacks. His quarterback <laughs> rating last year in the last four games of the season was 77. He wasn't much better. He wasn't much better. You know, now what I think could happen is, is I think because of the balance of their team, when you watch the Colts, when they're able to run the football effectively, when they can get that run game going and they take the pressure off the quarterback, which I think is critical. You look at what they did last year when they lost games. They lose to Jacksonville, 88 yards rushing. They lose to Cleveland, 68 yards rushing. They beat Cincinnati on a 59-yard rush day, and they lose to Tennessee on 56. Rarely do they lose. I mean, they lost to Pittsburgh. They had 127 yards. It was a fourth-quarter miraculous comeback by Ben Roethlisberger to win that game. They should have lost that game. And then they beat they lose Baltimore. They only had 112 yards rushing. When this team gets above 120, when they're featuring it, why? Because what happens is they control the game. Their time of possession for the entire season was 31 minutes and 31 second. That meant their defense only played 29 minutes. Their defense is small and fast, and they rely on running to the football. And when they can play less defense, when they can play less defense, they're more effective. And I think the key for Carson Wentz is, look, let's protect the football. You know, they only had 15 turnovers all last year on offense. That's, that's a little, slightly less than one a game. They protect the football. They can be very effective. Yeah, it's interesting looking at that win total there. And you see, you saw nine and a half juiced way to the over at minus 150. So I think people do believe this is that they have the potential now with Carson Wentz if he is, in fact, fixed by Frank Reich. I think to your point, it might be good value there, at least well, maybe not the best value, but they think there's going to be a double-digit win football team in Indianapolis, uh, according uh, certainly when you see that juice at minus 150. But- and I think in this matchup, Dave, I mean, I think in this matchup, you're going to have to convince – you're going to have to convince the better uh, that, that Seattle can stop a running game. Right. I mean, you're going to have to convince the better that Seattle can actually stop some. Because if Seattle can't stop the running game, 
and you know, last year Seattle gave up 3.9 yards per carry, opponents rushing lock. But in the games where they couldn't stop the run, where the games where teams could be balanced, you know, when they played Minnesota, you know, they, they barely won that game. They lose to the Giants because the Giants ran for 190 against them. Mm. They lose to Arizona because Arizona ran for 159 against them. So when they don't stop the running game, when they're not able to play great run defense, this is when they get into problem. The only game they lost all year when they played great run defense, I mean, they held Buffalo to 19 carries on 34 yards, 1.79 average. But here's the reality of that. Here's the reality. A lot of those Cole Beasley passes mm. that Josh Allen were throwing were the runs. Right. So that when you look at that 179, you say, wow, they did a great job. The long run was seven in that game. But in reality, all those throws to Beasley, you know, those 82 passes that Beasley caught were, were mostly all runs. Yeah, it's a great point because you, you forget how much they utilize that, that short passing game as the running game there. So those numbers can be deceiving. Michael, I am so intrigued by what the 49ers are doing with Kyle Shanahan. And obviously, I got to know him uh, in my time in D.C. And you know how smart a football guy he is. And certainly at the quarterback position here, they're favored by seven and a half week one on the road in Detroit. Number one, who, who's going to be the quarterback in San Francisco? And do you think they revert back to, you know, a deep playoff team this year? Or are there real question marks on that offense? Well, I, I think really, look, let's face it. San Francisco is all about their health. San Francisco is a team that just hasn't been able to stay healthy. They're like Philadelphia in, in a certain respect. They can't keep – I mean, Garoppolo has been out there, what, four years? This will be his fourth season, mm -hmm. two of the four seasons. He has been, he's been hurt most of the time. Played six games, you know, last year. This year, Last year, two years ago, he played them all. The year before that, he was coming off – he had tore his ACL. So he's been injury prone. There's no – as much as I love Jimmy G, he's been injury prone. I think there's way too much being made about Trey Lance is going to play and how they're going to change the offense for Trey Lance. I'd be surprised if that happened earlier in the season. I think it's going to take some time. Lance is a quarterback who only threw, he threw the least amount of passes in his collegiate career of any first-round pick quarterback. It's going to take him some time. And when you're going against seven-on-seven seven at practice and you know it's pass, <laughs> and you're going against all these other things, it, the game looks easier for you. But when, the, when it starts to become a little bit more complex, that's what I think. And, and the preseason – is not a real indication because the play breaks down in the preseason and guys rely on instincts. When the regular season starts, I think it becomes much harder. I think San Francisco will be a good team, all dependent on their health. When you see the Lions getting seven and a half week one at home, I know it's the Dan Campbell era is beginning. Jared Goff is the new quarterback there. I don't know he's been a punching bag so far in his time in, in Detroit with some of the things he says. What type of football team do you see there in Detroit? What is he trying to build? Well, I think he's trying to build a tough physical team. And, and look, this offensive line, you know, with the addition of Sewell, this offensive line is pretty good. I mean, they're good. They, they've got a lot of first-round picks in this offense. I think the three of the top five players are, are first-round picks. I mean, they should be able to come. And Swift, the running back, is outstanding. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've got a good running back. And they're going to be able to run the football effectively. You know, they've got good tight end in Hawkinson. They've got the ability to make some plays in the passing game. So I, this is not a team that I think is devoid of complete talent. Now, defensively is where they really get in the problem, and that's the hard matchup in this game. The Detroit Lions' defense is slow. Aaron Glenn has a real challenge to improve the speed of the defense. And when you go against San Francisco and you play San Francisco's base unit, when they have Kettle on the field and the fullback in the game, they are as fast as any offense in all the league. 
They're faster than most teams that when they go to four receivers because they create matchup problems. So how Aaron Glenn handles the base, and this is when Kyle's really at his finest, is when he can play a base team and he can get into base and then do multiple things out of base. Keep the quarterback under center, play action pass, spread the fullback out, take the halfback, extend him, then bring him back in. Utilize Kettle in a one-on-one matchup if you want to play man. He's got answers for everything you want to do. And the Lions don't have enough speed to match up to him. This is going to be a real challenge for them. I, I think it'll be a hard time. Now, Kyle won't know really what Aaron Glenn. He's going to spend most of his summer in Cabo studying <laughs> the New Orleans Saints defense. That's what he's going to do. He's going to study the Saints defense. He's going to feel like, okay, I'm getting ready to play Dennis Allen because that's the lineage of Aaron Glenn and how he attacks Dennis. And we know he's put 40 points on him. Remember that game two years ago when they went to the Super Bowl and they outscored him? I mean, he understands how to attack this coverage. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to study, though, what better place than do it than Cabo, right? Well, I mean, if you're going to get into the books and into the weeds and looking at old tape, that's where you do not, it, right? right? Yeah, that's where yeah, I absolutely. do it. As long as you got good Wi-Fi, Dave. As long as you got good <laughs> Wi-Fi, you can do a lot down there in Cabo. I'm looking at this Broncos and Giants game, and Michael, again, I, I watch the Giants here as a, as a Cowboy fan, and I go, ooh, I like what Joe Judge is doing. We talk about teams and, and their kind of their identity, you know, a special teams coach coming from New England. Uh, what do you make of this? It's a pick game here, and again, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be in Denver, right? There are a lot of uncertainties there. Is this a tricky line because of that reason? Or do you kind of like the Giants and it feels like they're building a foundation? I like the Broncos. I think the Broncos are a very talented team. I think they're one of the most talented teams without a quarterback. And I think they can do pretty much anything they want to do. Uh, they've got a really good offensive line. I mean, like I've mentioned before, Garrett Bowles has cut down his holding calls from 17 down to four last year. Wow. So he's improved. They've got K.J. Hamler. They've got Jerry Judy. They've got Cortland Sutton. I mean, and they've got pa- Beverly, the tight end, Patrick Beverly. I mean, the wide receiver to go along with Lang, the tight end. I mean, they're really good. They're really good. Uh, Fant, excuse me, Fant, the tight end. They're really good. Defensively, they're healthy. They have three really good corners. Look, for me, the Giants are about the clapper. Your man, Jason Garrett. <laughs> I mean, that's who they're about. Can they actually move the football? Do they have any diversification? Are they going to run North Turner's 2010 offense, which they ran last year? If they don't change what they do offensively, they're going to go into a buzzsaw against Vic Fangio. And Vic's going to know when they're going to run the ball. Vic knows the motions that are going to be attached to the runs. He's going to know the motions that are going to be attached to the passes. Because unless Garrett has a real, real come-to-Jesus meeting with himself and says, you know what, I need to really change what I do because everyone's caught up to it, I think it's going to spell doom and gloom for Daniel Jones and the Giants offense. What does he have to do to make Daniel Jones an effective quarterback for me to possibly back the Giants here? Not necessarily in this game as a a pick but maybe in the season totals here when I look at the Giants. What does he have to do to get him right? He's got to show that he's got a passing game. He's got to show he's got a professional. I mean, Daniel Jones has had five games in his NFL career where he's thrown for over 300 yards in his 26-game NFL career. And none of them have come under Jason Garrett's tutelage. He's had, he's had 19 plays of over – he's had 36 plays of over 25 yards. 19 have come under Jason Garrett's tutelage. Like, n- none of this ha- – Garrett's done nothing to help him. The job of an offensive coach is to make the game easier for the quarterback. Shanahan makes it easier for Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh McDaniels will make the game easier for Cam Newton or for Matt Jones, whomever it is. Sean Payton made the game really easy for Drew Brees. If you don't do that, you're not doing your job as an offensive coach. And and Garrett's got a reputation for being a guru, but is he really a guru? 
And it's a great question, and I, only uh, he and Daniel Jones can answer it this year. But you're right. They, it feels like they are on the clock, and we're on the clock here because football season, it's just around the corner. And it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here in the Lombardi line, we're going to take a look at some of those primetime matchups in the NFL when you come back with us. It's V. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you are a horse racing fan, 1ST Bet is the place for you with wagering on races at over 300 tracks and AI-assisted picks. It is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by Express Bet. Sign up using the promo code VEGAS100 today and get up to 100 match bonus on your first deposit. Visit vsan.com slash horses for details. That's vsan.com slash horses. Promo code VEGAS100. Back here on the Lombardi line, Dave Ross with Michael Lombardi. And, uh, Michael, I'm, I'm getting nervous for our guy, little Louie, bogeyed. Speak I know. I just went over and saw it. I mean, you know, Kar- Karakawa just made it. He's up by two strokes. 
You know, Louis going to have to start to make something happen or else the, the, they're going to come calling for him. I could tell you that. Spieth's in second place now, right? How about that? Spieth has jumped back up here uh, with a couple birdies. He was down at eight under. He's back up to 10 under par right now. So, again, a lot of golf still to be played. You do have live betting uh, at BetMGM if you're interested there. I'm certainly captivated by it. But Kyle Morikawa right now has made another birdie. And, Michael, he's got a three-shot lead now at 13 under par. Just went for another birdie. So, it looks like... Right now, you know, PJ champ, Colin Morikawa, he might be hoisting that claret jug here in about an hour and a half if he can close on this back nine. We'll keep an eye on that. I did want to get back to the NFL because there are a couple games that are intriguing to yeah. me uh, on this slate here. And one of them is the Sunday night game that we're going to see in week number one. And the Bears are going to go out to L.A. And, you know. Obviously, Your Bears. Your Bears. My Bears, Your Bears being in Chicago, and there's a lot of talk. We talked about the prop bets here earlier. Who's going to be the week one starting quarterback? And really, I had this conversation with some people from Chicago yesterday, and they got mad at me because I said, barring injury, you know, it's going to be the Red Rifle. It's going to be Andy Dalton. He's going to be the oh, guy. He's going to be, Dalton. right? But they get mad at me, Michael, like I'm making the decision for Matt Nagy not to start the kid. Is this the smart move here? And again, you're getting seven. If you like the Bears in week one, I don't want to throw the kid in against 99 Aaron Donald in week number one and scar him potentially for a little bit. What do you make of that week one matchup? And are you adverse to starting rookies kind of when you look at the defense and the opposition in week number one? Well, look, it's the NFL. You got to play against. You can't get. You can't get a. You can't go to one double A on the schedule. You got to play who you play, right? Right. And Justin Fields has played in big games. I mean, Justin Fields understands it's going to be hard. You better get somebody who's going to move around because I'm worried about that Bears offensive line. Yeah. Frankly, I'm worried about them blocking. I mean, Aaron jo Aaron Donald's unblockable when you have a good player. He's really unblockable when you have a bad player mm. and they have a bunch of bad players on their team. And so in their offensive line, they can't play with power that they need to. And this is going to challenge for coach Nagy. I mean, I, I think, look, he wants to play Dalton because he feels like Dalton won't lose the game. Dalton will play good. He wants to play good defense. You know, he's going to, he actually started to run the ball in the second half. He's coming back to take over the play calling again this year. You know, they improved themselves last year when they actually had some running game with Montgomery. Uh, but, I don't know how they're going to handle this. I really don't. They're shifting back to the Vic Fangio defense, which Sean McVay knows really well, having Brendan Staley on the staff last year. So Sean will really have spent most of his season offseason getting married and also knowing how to pick on the Bears defense. So it favors the Rams. Now, seven's a big number in the NFL. We know that. Mm -hmm. But I think the Bears are a little bit undermanned here. You know, Robert Quinn's given them no pass rush. He had six hits on the quarterback, two sacks last year. Khalil Mack didn't really play to the same level that we've seen him play before. So, I don't know. This is a hard one for me. This might be a stay away because it's seven. I think it will go to seven and a half before long. It's not going to go under seven. I don't see people laying any money on the Bears. And this game's been bet. I think Josh will talk about this in the next block. No one wakes up betting the NFL now. <laughs> so all these tickets that have been written up on the NFL are from sharp players, people that really study and have and they have a way to analyze the game. And I, and I think that this is what, you know, and a lot of people, 93 percent of the money is on the Rams. That's why that number is so, it's staying at seven. 
I, I'm confused, too, when I look at the quarterback situation here in L.A. Because, obviously, boy genius Sean McVay did not want to have Jared Goff anymore. So, he shipped him to Detroit. And then he gets Matt Stafford, who my, my recollection says he didn't win a whole lot in Detroit. How big of an upgrade is this? Because I feel like Goff has become the fall guy for what didn't happen in that Super Bowl a couple years ago against New England. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, look, Goff wasn't very tough. I mean, Goff doesn't have any toughness, and I think that's what finally drove Sean McVay crazy. And I think when you look at it and when you see it, you know, it showed up. I mean, just go back to the Super Bowl. If he holds the ball one second longer, mm. a tenth of a second longer, he's going to throw a touchdown pass to, to Brandon Cooks in the back of the end zone instead of its interception. That finally drove Sean McVay crazy. The lack of not having a drop-back pass game finally drove Sean McVay. I said this since the day they got there. I was laughed at about, I never bought into the golf train. Never. Ever. Because McVay was making him play better, not golf. Yeah, number one pick overall. I was at that draft in Chicago when that happened, and I was kind of surprised that they thought this was going to be the guy. Let's see if he can be the guy in Detroit. Josh Applebaum in the flesh next, talking more NFL and his market updates, NBA, MLB. We got it everything right here. It's the Lombardi Line on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Football season is right around the corner, and that means the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. Our experts take a look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch. So you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99, and discounts are available when you buy early. So now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for the VEASAN All Access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here in the Lombardi line, Dave Ross with Michael Lombardi. And, Michael, he is here once again. He has survived. In the house. His weekend in Las Vegas. Josh Applebaum in the house. How has it been in Vegas, Josh? Are you finding it to your liking? Is it too hot for you, oh, for you East Coasters? I'll be totally honest with you. For the East Coasters, it's hot out here, guys. It was, I think, 117 yesterday, Michael. So uh, I was joking. I had some uh, some drinks with our buddy John Goulet here. And uh, I need AC or I need to be, uh, you know, by a pool or something. Look at but, this guy. What a prima donna. Uh, yeah, I could exactly. see you've been by the pool. I mean, you, you've got the red forehead there going. I mean, they could I'm show a, a movie on the top of your lie. head there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my Lord. I mean, you're like, Josh, they have this thing. Now, they don't have it in sandwich, but they have this thing <laughs> called sunscreen. I know, man. They don't have it in sandwich. They never even heard of it in sandwich. I mean, because they normally don't need it. But you should apply. Like, you know, you've got way too much vitamin D there. I think you got to apply a little bit on there. I know. I'm going to throw a little Wear bit a to hat. our guy Sunshine in Canada. Maybe I'll give him a little bit of this, this sunburn here. But hey, yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you what. If Sunshine came down there for the day, I mean, he's probably in hibernation right now. He's getting ready for the, the hockey season. will start two days from now. I mean, those guys get three days off before they start another season anyway. Anyway. That's it. They're already back on the ice, I'm sure. Uh, Josh, I think we were a little bit surprised, not by the total that, that in Game 5 here uh, for Milwaukee it went way over, as Michael and I were discussing earlier. But you look ahead to Game 6 here. What are you seeing early on? If, if you're a Suns guy, do you have hope? Or do you think it's all lost? We're going to have to wait and see on this one. I mean, you know, a couple things from last game uh, from yesterday. Number one, that over was was pretty much a clear play the whole time. Michael right. nailed it. You know, seeing that thing go 10, uh, 218 and a half up to 220, that thing kept just going up, up, up. So 
uh, that was no surprise. I mean, my uh, reluctance yesterday, and I, I took the Suns, and I had all these systems on the Suns, these home favorites had dominated, yep. the Suns going ATS at home, all these matches here. What worried me and what I think Thomas Gable, uh, what I was joking with him earlier about is that ended up being the contrarian play there with the Bucks, and the fact that that thing hung at four. And to myself, I was like, hey, as long as it stays four, if you like the Suns, I think you're okay. It never got to three and a half. But the fact that I, I looking back now, that was kind of a line free situation. So I kicked myself a little bit for maybe not looking at the, the Bucks there a little bit more. But Michael, going to game six here, a couple things going on. This is the highest spread of the NBA Finals thus far, opened at five right now. So I think we have to play this waiting game. You know, you would have a match here, this uh, short favorite five or less with Milwaukee. Uh, but really, Michael, what I'm looking at right now is the total because when you guys were talking to TG earlier, he gave you a good nugget here. Early move on this game was the under. Mm. Open 223. Yep. It's down to 222. And, Michael, what I like about this, two things. Number one, recency bias. That thing flew over yesterday. They scored 242 points. I think going into uh, the next game here on Tuesday, this is going to be an automatic overplay, seeing all those points last game. However, the early move was to the under. That's important to me because we talk about the public. They're going to wait until game day or at least you know 24 hours out to bet this line. They're probably going to go over, rooting for points, rooting for another high-scoring game. But that immediate move was to the under tells me a little bit of under money here this would match our system that we love game six game seven late series unders the tired legs elimination game yep. you play defense you kind of uh, really buckle down but game six or seven unders last decade Michael they're 56 percent so what do you think Michael is this uh, you know Custer's last stand here obviously <laughs> for the Suns or any early lean and, and do you like that under do we see a recency bias underplay in game six Oh, there's no doubt it's a Custer game. There's no doubt. We know it's the last stand game. We know that. There's no doubt. We'll, we'll talk about that all day tomorrow about it's a Custer game. But I, I, here's what I like the under, and I love the under, because there's no chance that these two teams, just by the nature of the number, just looking at the number, are going to shoot 55% from the floor, 50%, and then shoot extremely well, 50% for the Bucks, 65% for the Suns from the three-point line. I mean, just do the math. Like the math can't add that. That's not going to, that trend is not continuing. It, and I don't want to hear, well, they got good looks. I don't want to hear, well, they got open <laughs> shots. Typically that the numbers, you, your average shooting percentage always reverts to the mean. So I'm going to go back to the mean as much as I like the pace of the game and it favored the Suns. that there's just no way. I mean, Monty Williams is scratching his head today. We shot 56% from the floor. We shot, you know, 65 from three and we lost. You know, how does this happen? I think he's got to figure that out, and I think it's going to revert into the under being in play. Yeah, it seems like the, the smarter play, and again, those critical turnovers at the wrong time has really doomed the Suns here, uh, it's certainly in game four and game five. Uh, gents, let's shift back over to the NFL because uh, we were talking a little bit before the break, uh, in the break here, Josh, and there is a game here, and I'm sure people in Las Vegas are going to be keeping a watchful eye on this line, and it is week one with the Ravens uh, coming out here to take on the Raiders. What do you make of this line here? Is it a dangerous one here if you're a Raider backer? It might be. And, Michael, what was funny is Dave wanted to talk about this game last segment. I said, wait for me. I want to get Michael's take on it. Let me get on the action here. But I'm looking at Baltimore and the Las Vegas Raiders here, Michael. You know, this is your Monday night football game, your first one uh, of the season. And, really, this could shape up to be the biggest contrarian spot because we have a ton of action here coming in on the Ravens. They're up to minus four and a half. A lot of books open four up to four and a half. Now, what I'm looking at is a contrarian spot to buy low on a primetime home dog, uh, especially recency buy. 
bias based on what you saw last year. You know, week one, a lot of betters just saying, hey, what's what's my last memory of these teams? So you're looking at uh, the Raiders uh, who were eight and eight and their win total this year, Michael, is seven. It's minus 110 across the board. Uh, Baltimore, 11 and five last year, win total 11. That's juiced up over minus 120. But I'm looking here, guys, primetime home dogs, uh, 31 and 20 ATS, 61 percent last year. Everybody's betting Baltimore. I think what you're looking at is if you jump on the hook and you got to play this this tightrope here, Dave, because we're a few we're still a couple months out here. But if you get a four and a half with the Raiders early, do you see it come down to four? Michael, what's your take on this game? Allegiant Stadium. You know, I've been in Vegas. I go back and forth. The Death Star here. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, but they're finally get fans in the stands. Michael, what do you think? Is this just a lay it with Lamar Jackson? Or uh, if you get the four and a half with the hook, could the Raiders give him a shot here? I think it's – look, here's the reality. Gus Bradley's a zone guy. He's really uh, – that's what they're going to play. When you're playing Lamar Jackson, you want to play a zone game. Why do you want to play a zone game? Because all eyes are on the quarterback. And nobody's back's turned and he can take off and run. So that favors it. I think John Gruden will do a good enough job of trying to balance – balance Don Martindale's blitz package out. And I think they'll move the football. Now, the problem is they've got to protect. They've got to protect Carr. Because once Carr gets hit, he loses his effectiveness. So Baltimore knows that. And I think Baltimore's going to take a little bit of time to get their pass rush going. I like the Raiders here, especially if I'm going to get more than a field goal. If I'm going to get more than a field goal, I'm going to jump on it. Now, Baltimore typically starts fast. Remember them in Miami two years ago when they put 50 up? Baltimore's usually a fast-paced team that starts well because John Harbaugh has very difficult training camps. And it's going to be interesting to see what Greg Roman has done to their passing game. So I'm going to wait a little bit. But my first instinct is it's four is a little bit too much because I think the Raiders will move the football. This will be a game down to the last two minutes and somebody's going to make a field goal to win it. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, Rash. Down very quickly here. Uh, when I see that, I just go, boy, they've got to figure out a way to play from behind because they never seem to be able to do that. So I just wonder if the Ravens can do that this year and figure out that passing game because they certainly do not do that historically. They haven't done it in the Lamar Jackson era. Much more with Josh and Michael. We'll talk some more NFL and also Major League Baseball, and it's not looking good for Luke. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. <laughs> you're here. You're here already. No. Uh, we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we the didn't problem. realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. Were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how oh. lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager into $100 on the Yankees or Red Sox if either team hits a home run with BetMGM. Just use the bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up for the King of Sportsbooks and get ready for showtime. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use the promo code VSIN100. New customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line at 800-889-9789 in Indiana. Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Back here on the Lombardi line, wrapping things up with Josh Applebaum and Michael Applebaum. Dave? Yes, Michael. I, I want to ask Josh a question. He always asks me questions, so I, I, I want to turn the tables here a little okay. bit. A couple games on week one that I find interesting. As I mentioned earlier before, like nobody's waking up wanting to bet the NFL right now. So all the there's a bunch of tickets written up, but most of these I think I would you would consider professional people. Guy, let's see a number and grab it. Two games that jump out at me, the, the Chargers and the Washington. That line seems to be flipping. It goes, it opened up even. It went to the Chargers, then it's gone to Washington. You know, I think there's definitely movement on that line. I definitely think the Minnesota-Cincinnati line's a little light. I think you could see that. I think that line could easily, you know, Minnesota's favored by three. I think it'll go to three and a half. And then the one that I really, you know, that I've gone back and forth on a little bit is when you watch it and see it, is the Maya is the Cleveland Kansas? I mean, excuse me, the Cleveland KC line, which I think is going to go to six and a half, and soon to be. If you like Cle, if you like Kansas City, you better grab them now. Michael, I'm with you. So Josh, just thoughts? Yeah, early thoughts here. You know, Chargers, Washington, uh, number one. Again, you're right, Michael. That was kind of a pick 'em type game. The fact is a pick 'em, and yet Washington's at home kind of tells you a neutral field, neutral site. Chargers are kind of considered the better team there. Michael, I'd look at money line play there. You know, anytime you're one, one and a half around a pick 'em, uh, I like to just go money line either way. Obviously, if you're the dog, Washington there, I think you're holding out for a plus one and a half. Maybe in that regard, you take the points. But early lean, I would say to the Chargers a little bit there, Michael. You know, one thing that I like, uh, non conference 
conference favorites. You know, we like these divisional dogs because of the built-in familiarity. In fact, a different conference spot there, yet lines moving a little bit to the Chargers. Lean there a little bit. Uh, and then, Michael, Minnesota-Cincinnati, uh, to me, you're on that key number of three. That's huge. And right off the bat, it looks like you did take some action there on Minnesota, minus three, going to minus three and a half. Here's the thing. If you like Minnesota, you want that three now. You don't want to wait two months from now and see it be at three and a half. Right. You know, and then that way, you know, they win by three instead of pushing, you lose because you got a late three and a half. On the flip side, Cincinnati, if you like them, you probably want to wait and get the hook there. Um, Cleveland, KC, I'm, I'm with you, Michael. It looks like that thing's going to go to six and a half. I would wait and maybe buy low on Cleveland in that spot. Again, familiarity. I like this Browns team going in uh, to year two with Stefanski. Michael, the one I'll throw it back to you would be San Fran and Detroit. Here's another gross one here, kind of up that alley <laughs> with, uh, with, with the Raiders that we talked about. But another really lopsided play where everyone is hammering San Fran in this one. And I was just telling Dave during the break, it's minus seven and a half but some of the juice is actually leaning or hinting a little bit to the Lions here. Big number, but plus 7.5. I see a couple books around minus 115 on the Lions side. San Fran 6-10 and 10 last year. Their win total is 10.5, juice to the under, minus 120. Detroit 5-11, and 11, win total is 5 again. Michael, any reason to think, hey, Lions plus 7.5, can they lose by 7 and you cover with the hook? And also, who's going to start there, Michael, Jimmy G or Trey Lance? I think Jimmy G starts. I think he'll start, and I think they'll be able to move the football effectively on a slow Detroit defense. But I do think Detroit will move the football. They have guys that can block, and they can block them. And I think San Francisco's going to have a little bit of a of a new defense, a change of defense, a little bit more complex. So I, I think this is – I mean, anytime you get an opening game where you get over seven, I would lean towards taking the points just because I think every team in September thinks they're going to win the Super Bowl. There's hope. You know, what do they say in Shawshank? You know, hope is the greatest thing. You know, it's maybe the best of things. And I think hope in the beginning of the season, every team has hope. You know, I love Denver minus one. I think Denver on the road. I think Denver minus one. I don't care who their quarterback is. There's a ton of money coming in on. There's a ton of money coming in on the Giants. Even Thomas Gable will tell you that the Giants are getting Super Bowl money coming in on them. I like them because I think Fangio will come. I, I like Fangio against Jason Garrett. And, and I like the Denver team completely. So those would be mine just jumping out at me. When you say uh, Shawshank, of course, you remember Brooks was here. Well, <laughs> Brooks Mike, was here. And then we know he wasn't there. It was kind of like my ticket on Brooks Kepka at 18 to 1. <laughs> kind of hung himself there. Yeah. I don't want to be a spoiler alert <laughs> from the movie. Um, very, very quickly, before we hop into some baseball, I did want to update the live odds here, gentlemen. It's going all over the uh, place here. It's just crazy. Louis Oosthuizen now, who, is, of course, was the favorite at the beginning of the day, Michael, he's plus 650. So everybody's giving up on Louis here. Kyle Morikawa now two, minus 250 to hold on. Jordan Spieth at plus 300. This has been a wild uh, kind of back and forth in this back nine, Kyle Morikawa now with a three-shot lead over Jordan Spieth and four over our delivery guy, Louis Oosthuizen, who looks like he's not going to deliver. Who's not delivering. He's not delivering. He's not delivering at all. <laughs> you guys have been pretty darn good, though, on your baseball picks since I've been out here. And I did want to get, Josh, your, your update here as we look at the Sunday slate of Major League Baseball. Maybe you and Michael can give me some winners on the way home. Hope so here, Dave. Uh, now I, I, I got to find some sunscreen too, so it might be too late for me. But anyway, uh, Chicago White Sox, Michael. Uh, you know one thing that we love on Lombardi Line is White love Sox it. against a lefty day, Michael. Yeah. You know, set your set your clock to this, Dave. Love that. Uh, one of our favorites here. But they're uh, at home against the Houston Astros. They've split the first two this series. These are two of the top three teams in the American League. So great matchup here. Uh, but I like about this one two things: line move to the White Sox. They open. This was a this was a pick 'em, guys. Minus 105, right down the middle. Yet the White Sox have been getting steamed up all the way around. Minus 
minus 120, minus 125. This would match a couple systems, Steam 10 cents or more on a non-division home team. That's hit 63% this year. Michael, 18 and 8 against lefties for the White Sox. So uh, White Sox also 31 and 12 as a home favorite. What do you think, Michael? Are we going back to the well? I, I want to here. White Sox saying it's a lefty day. Yeah, I, I'm always with you when it comes to White Sox versus lefties. I, I actually think even though it's a low total, the under might be in play because I think that we're going to see good pitching here on the mound from both pitchers. And I think that, you know, uh, uh, Rodden's ERA is just slightly climbed over the last two, two games. But I still think Valdez is hard to beat. So I think you're going to see a really well-pitched game through seven innings. We'll see what the bullpens do. That under could be in play. Josh, yesterday you gave me a winner with the Cubs, right? And it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving. Does it give again today against Arizona? Oh, man, that was a bank robbery yesterday. Cubs were down. <laughs> they had to fight back. I mean, that was an epic sweat there. They got it done for us. I I'm a little hesitant on this one, Dave, only because this line's kind of stayed exactly where it's at with the Cubs game. And I know it's, it's like easy to say, hey, just fade the D-backs. They're terrible. But I don't like it when you're when a play seems too easy. And, you know, Cubs open around minus 115. They've stayed exactly where they are. Uh, D-backs at home. Not that I want to play the D-backs, but that might be enough for me to lay off. Okay. I think a better play, Dave, uh, before uh, you and I catch a plane back back to our <laughs> – uh, as, as we say, Michael, all, all good things must come to an end right. for, for me and Dave here in Vegas. But uh, I'm looking at Fade Harvey Day. You know, it's, oh. it's White Sox and it's Lefty Day. It's also Fade Harvey Day. If Josh Towers, if you're listening, uh, you know, he, he kind of got this thing going all year. But I'm looking at KC here, Michael. You know, betting against Harvey has been great pretty much all season uh, since June especially betting against Harvey uh, has been a nine and four overall uh, Harvey three and ten he's got almost an eight ERA here may not have too many chances with Harvey he could get designated for assignment yeah. or you know I mean you know this could be a, a gift that we got to jump on before it ends but I'm looking at KC minus 126 up to around minus 136 another non-division uh, home favorite 62 percent this year so I'm gonna look at at fading Harvey here and hopefully uh, Dave we can cash a ticket before we get our plane that'll be the best result for yeah, us well, maybe a first five right because you know he's going to get yeah. shelled early in this exactly game. yeah and I, I mean look you, you know the other thing is that the over I think the over is going to nudge up to 10 and a half before this is all said and done so you know I, I mean the other thing I thought Josh is when you go back and look at the, your uh, your other play the, the other play the uh, the uh, we were just talking with yeah. we, the, the white no no we're talking about the Cubs and the Diamondbacks oh, I mean you know I, I still think to me that the, the odds makers aren't gi giving Kelly enough respect I think that unders in play there too I really do and and when you look at the bullpen you know and then here's this the Cubs are 27 and one in the last 28 games on the road the under is hit. Wow. Uh, very quickly, Josh, because again, after what happened with the Metropolitans here, and we had Will Hill on in the first hour, he says it's almost a must win for the Mets here on the, what, third day after the All-Star break. What do you make of the calamity against Pittsburgh, and can they turn it back today and get that much-needed win? Oh, man, I, I'm rooting for you guys, Dave. I know you're a Mets fan here, and uh, my sister used to live in Brooklyn. We used to go to okay. City Field, so, eat, you know, cheap tickets. She had a knows blast the pain. There. Shake Shack, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's a, she's a Red Sox fan, but uh, that's okay. Uh, but I'm with you, Will Hill. I'm rooting for you, buddy. I'm worried about this one, though. Mets open like minus 145. They're down to minus 130. You think on paper this is an easy Mets win, but line is going to Pittsburgh here. They're terrible on the road. Eh, okay, mm. still bad, but not as bad at home. I'd lay off this one, uh, but but I'm rooting for you, Dave. All right, we'll, we'll see if we can 
get that one done. Dave, I got two. I got two gentlemen right here with me. This is <laughs> my my man over here to the left is Leo, and this is my little guy Dino. They're both very anti-steam. They don't appreciate <laughs> steam. You know, so right, Leo, right, Dominic. I mean, uh, excuse me, right, Dino. You don't like steam. Leo doesn't like steam. <laughs> no steam. So they're going to be all. They're going to be all over the Raiders against Baltimore in the over. They're going to take the four and a half. So these are two little guys. Leo is just going to be four, and this little guy is a bruiser over here. He's going to be two in September. So <laughs> I've enjoyed two weeks with them. They got to go home tomorrow. So I just wanted to get them some airtime. They deserve it. You Absolutely. Know? They worked hard. They worked hard on this vacation. They've been handicapping games all week. <laughs> You got to put them to work early, Michael. That's what you got to do, right? Yeah, no, that, this guy, no, nobody works harder on a game than my man Dino. There's, he's out there working on that court. He wants to take the balls that are in this office down and start playing with them. I, 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 I don't want to show him my catcher's mitt because it's so old. I think he won't know what the hell it is. Oh, that's absolutely awesome. We've all had uh, so much fun, obviously, and I'm glad you had a time to spend with your grandkids uh, for the last couple weeks there, uh, Michael, in uh, New Jersey. But Josh, it's been great having you out here in Las Vegas. And, and Michael, I do want to say very quickly before we sign off, it's been a whole lot of fun doing the shows with you the last couple days, last four days here. So I know you're going to have fun uh, long after we're gone. I know you and Josh will keep it going, but I wanted to thank you. It was a really good time being out here in Las Vegas we, with you. We enjoyed it. Say thank you, Leo. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Say thank you. Thank you very much, Dave. You were great. great. Job, we guys. appreciate you. Leo and Dino, you guys have a blast with, with Michael there in New Jersey. Josh, safe travels uh, back to Boston. And again, uh, thanks for everything here on the Lombardi Line. It's been a lot of fun. You are watching VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.